Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined by my two rather jaded co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Hello. And behind the computer, glazing his own ham, it is Bruce, the tugboat, Venditti. What's up? Week 10 has come and almost gone. We have a Monday night matchup tonight, but... Uh, we were all wrong this weekend. Besides Bruce, Bruce had the best record this weekend. He only lost two games. Um, me and uncle Sam had some bold predictions on Friday's show. And unfortunately some of them did not pan out. Uh, but let's talk about everything. First and foremost, I want to start off talking about the Las Vegas Raiders because now we are, have a situation with a team that all of us really thought had a ton of promise going into the year and somehow, is second from the bottom as far as NFL standings go. They have the 32nd ranked overall defense. Uh, yesterday, I would say the offense looked kind of puzzling at times, to say the least. Um, we had a quarterback who has been there for nine years, essentially come out after the game during his press conference, and being emotional is an understatement. Um, I honestly felt bad for Derek Carr watching it. Um, at the same time, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, okay, you've been here for nine years. Yes, most of them have been filled with absolute debauchery. But at what point do we start to put the blame on everybody in Vegas? I mean, Derek Carr yesterday was, I would say, average at best. I mean, the guy is a true fighter. He is. He has more heart than, I would say, 90% of the quarterbacks in this league. I'll say that much. From what he said? Bigger heart than absolutely. talent. More heart than talent. Yeah. Agree with you 1,000%. Now, at the same time, when you're in the league for nine years and you're not that successful, and year after year everybody says, okay, they're a receiver away. They're a running back away. They just need a little bit better offensive line. And you look at the stat sheet, he's never had a defense better than the 25th-ranked defense in the NFL. All of his times there, statistically. Correct. Statistically. So I will say this. Uh, Derek Carr, we, we, he is what everybody knows he is. He's somewhere in the middle of the pack talent-wise. He's not really good enough to be a Super Bowl quarterback, right? He's, we know what he's going to do. But I will give it to the guy. His heart is second to none. His, his want to win and his intensity in the game is second to none. He's a gritty guy, he, he, and he puts everything he has into this game. And after the game... In the press conference in which he was very emotional, he came out and said, you know, half the guys in this locker room are extremely invested and believe in what we're doing and give it their all every day in practice and have to take things to go to sleep and, and put their bodies and minds on the line every day to try and get us to where we need to be. And the rest of the team don't give a shit in a quick synopsis of his eight-minute presser yesterday. Um, so in my opinion, this falls on the back of one – well – of two people. Number one, when you have a roster as talented as the Las Vegas Raiders, okay? Let's let's rehash this real quick. Devontae Adams was regarded as the best wide receiver in football, probably still is by most. Darren Waller was up there with the ranks of Andrews and Kelsey, okay? Josh Jacobs at times this year has showed us he can be a premier back in this league, all right? Their defense, I mean, Max Crosby is elite. Chandler Jones is elite. Uh, we thought going into this year, Jonathan Abrams, who is no longer even with the team, was a top-tier guy, 
right? They have talent all over the place. And for some reason, they cannot get a win to save their life. They have it's, six. It's obviously what the problem is. It's the coaching staff. The, Josh McDaniels in, in general. Well, number one. Because we he yeah. had the same thing happen in Denver quite some years ago when he had his first shot as a head coach. And they were sending Correct. players packing out of Denver. It was. We have to. Brandon Marshall. Well. Premier I actually, player. I watched an interview from Brandon Marshall about this exact topic, right? Okay. And he was talking about what it takes to be a, a, a head coach in the NFL. And I'll be honest with you. There's a lot of people out here who are extremely skeptical of this Jeff Saturday hire, but we saw yesterday toe to toe. Josh McDaniels has a ton of coaching experience in the NFL, not only head coaching, as but coordinator as one of the highest regarded coordinators in the game. Yes. Okay. That's number one. Jeff Saturday is six days removed from an ESPN telecast. All right. No coaching, With high experience. school, coaching high school experience. coaching experience, but when I watched that pre- that post-game presser, Josh McDaniels spoke before Derek Carr. And Josh McDaniels went up there very Belichickian fashion and just stoic. We're on we're on to the next game. It is what it is. You know, we had too many penalties. We've made bad plays here. And pretty much go fuck yourself. Let's move on with this. They did have 75 yards of penalties. Correct. Penalties were a massive issue for the Raiders yesterday. But Josh McDaniels, and, and this is, goes back to the Brandon Marshall thing. Brandon Marshall said, Josh McDaniels and other coaches that coach under the Bilicek regime are second to none with the X's and O's. They know everything you're going to throw at them. They, they are fundamentally, as far as football goes, second to none. But... They do not know in any way, shape, or form how to lead a locker room. And so we can take... They're not motivators. Correct. They are not motivators. They are not leaders of men. Correct. Jeff Saturday, in his post-game thing yesterday, that was a leader of men. He always was. He always was, always has been, and that's why Ursay hired him with no coaching experience. Josh McDaniels is not a leader of men. He does not have control of his locker room. No. He does not have that team Well, motivated. he's obviously lost... Half of his team. He lost half his team. Half of the team does not want. Sounds like the same thing that happened with Matt Patricia in Detroit. As we're sitting here talking about this, an article just hit my phone saying Josh McDaniels has obviously lost his locker room, and there's no way he can survive that. So, correct. I think we're all on the same page here, but being in Detroit, we've seen this once already. Correct. We watched Matt Patricia come in here, and statistically – and when you when he's trying to you you don't understand the offense at times doesn't work, right? The Raiders offense should be, I mean, with all of the weapons they have, it should be top ten. And we've watched God. Josh McDaniels win Super Bowls over and over and over again with his with his, with his scheme play calling correct and his schemes. The guy the guys made, but you know what? Let let's go back to that. He also had the greatest tight end in football. He did. But Darren Waller should be that guy. Darren Waller should be that guy. He has one of the best wide receivers in football. He has no. I mean, let's cut the bullshit right now. Devontae Adams is the best receiver. Devontae Adams. Well, I'm going to disagree with you. Well, uh, maybe Jefferson. I, I we're going to get to that <laughs> yeah, later on. Yeah. Devontae Adams is a top three. Period. Yes. Okay. Whichever yeah. way you want to break it down. Year to year, since he has entered the league, he has the been top a top three, three receiver. Yes. Correct. And. Yesterday, he had that kind of a game. 126 and a touchdown. You can't ask for anything more out of the guy. But 
when you have that kind of talent, it should, the aura should emulate to the rest of the team, and it's not. And yeah. that falls on the back of Josh McDaniels. And even more so, if you want to go a step deeper, you want to know who's to blame here? The owner. Mark Davis. Mark Davis's weird ass. Mark Davis <laughs> had a coordinator that everybody wanted as the interim coach last year. Correct. And he that chose to go in a different direction. He to chose take. to go in a different direction. And he thought he was the smartest guy in the room. And and we keep and seeing that's what this. happens with guys like him and Jerry Jones and and everybody else. They think they're the smartest guy in the room. We keep seeing this over and over. These NFL coaches come in and they're these incredible coordinators and they've they've led their teams to glory and all of the above. And then you get assholes like Jeff Saturday, who was probably you know what though Jeff Saturday did something that that all these other guys would have been afraid to do. He's, he went against the owner and said, yep. "You know what, Matt Ryan's my fucking quarterback." He had what was it a two hour session with them, yep. a workout, mm -hmm. and said, "Matt Ryan's the fucking guy." We all knew that that Ellinger's not what? the guy. You want to know something? I bet you. And yes, they said that Ursay wanted Ellinger to be the guy, and he wanted to move on from Matt Ryan. But I bet you, yeah. I bet you Jim Ursay, after sitting down and talking to Jeff Saturday after that, and got Jeff Saturday's fucking opinion, got his opinion, and said, you know what, Jeff, it. you're right. You're right. And if it would have been Frank Reich that did that, he would have never done it. Why? Because the NFL head coach there should scared. not be an X's and O's guy. And this is part of the reason why I disagreed with you on the Dan Campbell shit a couple weeks ago. It is more important now in the NFL to have a motivator, to have a motivator, to have a guy, a coach that the players can get behind, to have a true born leader of men. Brian Dabo. And Brian Dabo, Dan Campbell, Jeff Saturday, than it is for the head coach. I, I will say yeah. you're right in a lot of aspects, but when your coaches start fucking giving games away, different animal. Guess what? I'm That's sure what before I was this talking. season is over, Jeff Saturday will give a game away. He will. Oh, I'm pretty sure. He he wears his emotions but you, on his But sleeve. you know what? He lets his coordinators do their jobs. That's and that's the, the difference. you got to let the people that work for you do their if, fucking job. If your head coach, if your head coach, outside of Bill Belichick and Andy Reid, we're going to take those two out of the equation. If your head coach is the smartest guy in the coaching room, you got an issue. If You're your head coach is the most experienced guy, in the room, you got an issue because he's already slighted. If your head coach knows X's and O's better than anybody else in your coaching room, you're fucked because your coordinators aren't where they should be. The offensive and defensive coordinator should be the most football-centric, knowledgeable guys in the room. And if they sit there with their fucking mouth shut through every meeting, that's fine. But your head coach needs to get up there and he needs to make sure. The head sure. coach is real simple. It's a motivator Bingo. and you make the final call. Mm -hmm. The final call. Meaning when the game is on the line, it's your making. ass. That's you know what? If we wanna if we wanna throw this into Dan Campbell a little bit, Dan Campbell's biggest issue is pressure decision making. But the two bit biggest attributes for a head coach is motivation and leader of men and crunch time decision. Uh what head coach have you ever seen doing down ups with their fucking player? Nobody. Thank you. Is, Absolutely nobody. Is, uh, Andy Reid would fucking die if he tried to do it. Who was the coach who got a penalty in co was that college or something? And he was doing put. He did like fifty push-ups on the sideline. Well, anyway, he got uh, a what head coach <laughs> in the NFL have you ever seen just, in training camp doing down-ups do with your fucking players? Now, oh, no. none, none, zero, none, zero. And yeah, so you know right. what? Zero. I I talked a lot of shit about the Jeff Saturday hire earlier in the week, 
and I watched this game yesterday, and it all made perfect sense to me. I, I had a I had a come to God moment because I'll tell you what, Matt Ryan for being the old has been wash up that he is and looking as fucking atrocious as he did with Frank Reich in there and getting replaced for a guy who doesn't know the difference between the pylon and his own dick. Matt Ryan yesterday went out with 110 QBR. Okay. 21 of 28 for 222 and a ton. And won the game against a more just, talented just team. His, his persona on the field his leadership on the field, had those guys playing at a level that they haven't played at in weeks. I mean, granted. Since granted, he went out. Since he went out. Granted, they got Jonathan Taylor back. Jonathan Taylor did a Jonathan Taylor thing. But that's, again, Jonathan Taylor, you got to respect him. But how fucking bad? 22 carries. He got That's 22 carries, 147 yards, average six and a half per carry, and got a touchdown. Even Josh Jacobs had 21 carries for 78 and a ton. Right. And that's fine. As long as you're giving the guy, listen, if you want to control the clock, give the guy the ball, they got to have the ball in between 20 to 25 the, times a game. The issue is with Josh Jacobs, and that we go back to this week after week. He'll go off one week, and he'll have 150 yards and average six yards per carry, and then three weeks in a row where, yes, they gave him 20 carries. Yes, he ran for 78 yards, but he's only averaging three and a half yards per carry. That is not that going their offensive line's it. not doing their fucking offensive job. line's not doing their job. The defense on the Raiders, I'm sorry, they're unmotivated. When you have a guy is telling and, and, Chandler and, Jones, you got a guy like Max Crosby who's in on just about every tackle, even if it's downfield, giving that kind of effort, watching these other guys kind of go through the fucking motions. Uh, is that why Jonathan Abrams got cut? Probably. Probably. Maybe jo Jonathan Abrams probably didn't agree with Josh McDaniels. And the next thing you know, uh, you got a fucking guy who was a first-round pick getting cut? Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, what is what is going on here? And, and At what point does this, this dick-measuring contest stop? I, I, that fucking shit needs to stop. There's some big issues there. That that team is... is, ever is ever you know since, how it goes with the Patriots. I, I, I don't know why I'm going to say this, but ever since they lost Chucky, they haven't been the same. No, I mean, I'll they, tell you they what. They were an up-and-coming team when 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 basically... He had them had, ready to go last year. He had them, he had them ready to fucking go. He had them ready to go. And and you know what? All that shit that happened with Dan Schneider now, now it's coming out that all that could have been lies, could have been this, could have been that. So basically, this guy was hung out to dry over some fucking stuff that they're calling and there was no dysfunction in Washington that they were trying to tank this, that, and the other thing. They're coming up with anything to get rid of Dan Schneider, and I get it. But you know what? They're affecting two teams, not one team, two teams. Because now you affected the Raiders also because of their bullshit. Well, and I'm, ta and I'm talking about because of Washington. I mean, at the end of the day, this Raiders team was a playoff team last year with less talent. Correct. And more bullshit. Correct. It doesn't make sense. So I don't know what's going on there. It's, uh, you know, Josh McDaniels just put out a story that he has no issue with the player effort around the team. I, I don't so now believe, we have a quarterback. I don't believe, clearly a I don't believe that either. We have a quarterback and a head coach who obviously aren't on the same page. When you got your starting quarterback, your starting veteran quarterback – out there in tears yesterday in the post game presser, but I, I'm gonna give it. I'm going to give it to Jeff Saturday, and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take a shot for Jeff Ursay because at the end of the day, 
I think Jim Ursay doesn't need anybody Jim to Ursay. take shots for him. He does his own just fine. He he had a that that took a lot of balls to do what he did. Yeah, and it's uh, looking like it may have been a good move. Even if and guess what? There's no pressure on the Colts. If the Colts win three more fucking games the rest of the year, who get nobody cares? He's they, in know term. What they know He's where in they term. got. He would guess what? The biggest lie that Ursay told in that presser <laughs> was that Jeff Saturday was an interim head coach. Outside, I, th- I think Jeff Saturday, if he continues to win football games, he'll be the coach here it, next year. Outside of him losing every game. Yeah, from here on out, he's got the fucking job. You know, Ursay can't come out and say it because his drunk white ass would get absolutely butchered with the fucking Rooney rule, but correct. That's the case. Everybody knows that it's in plain sight. But I'll tell you what, the the Colts yesterday impressed the, me. The way Matt me. Ryan played, the way Jonathan Taylor ran off of injury, the way that the defense The out- shorthanded defense right. played their ass off. Correct. Yeah, cuz Shaq Leonard gone now forever. Uh and, and Franklin went down. Leonard's backup went down yeah. early in the game. So their linebacking core is decimated, and they still managed to win this game. Granted, they don't have a fucking anybody in the secondary who could cover Devontae Adams, and that's why he had the game he had. But the Colts going forward, I mean, for the position that they are in, you can't really, yeah, you can't really take too much away from them in that game. I, I will say that much. Um. The next game I want to talk about, and I'm going to jump around a little bit today, just an FYI. Uh, I want to talk about the game of the week, possibly the game of the year up until this point, and that was the Minnesota Vikings going into Buffalo and essentially Josh Allen uh, making mistaking his way into a Vikings win. So... This was everything that we thought it was going to be. This was a great, absolutely great football game. Both sides, I mean. You got so lucky, dude. What? <laughs> you got lucky that Cousins had OT because he had like eight points. Guess what? I didn't care. <laughs> Watching this football game, I did not care that about fantasy. I didn't care about anything else. This was truly one of the most entertaining back and forth it games. Was. I've watched in a very long time. And I'll tell you this much. Kirk Cousins did not have a good game. He didn't. He didn't. But the difference here is Kirk Cousins was 30 for 50, 60%, 357 yards, a touchdown, two picks. He was sacked four times. QBR of 71. Now, the difference is, and we've been saying this about the Bills for weeks now, all right? And you're going to sit here and tell me, oh, my God, you know, Devin Singletary, two touchdowns. Devin Singletary ran the ball 13 times for 47 yards. Until the Bills can figure out a way to run the football, they will not. They, they, he's right. As much as it pains me to say that, as much as it feels like a burning hemorrhoid to say that, he's right. The Bills have been exposed because they cannot run the football and they are too one-dimensional. And Josh Allen, he threw 43 times this week. Against a good guy, the guy is taking a beating every game he's in. He's taking a beating against a very good Vikings defense. He threw the ball 43 times. And if we go back, there are games where he's throwing the ball 50, 60, 65 times. Crazy one, you're gonna get him killed. He's right. Two, he's gonna turn the ball over. He has seven interceptions in the last five games. And if you look at it, how many fucking times has he thrown the ball in the last five games? 
Truly, he's averaging 50 throws a game. Easily. I mean, if we yeah. look at it, his his attempts this year. It's crazy. It's every he has game. thrown the ball 341 times this year. 341 times. Yeah. That's that is not that's not that's what you not watch your normal. quarterback doing. Correct. So inevitably, when you have when you're throwing 50 passes a game, one or two of them is going to go to the other team. If so, you remember when the Kansas City Chiefs were the same fucking way, Pat Mahomes throwing ball correct. 50 to 60 times a game. Yep. Guess what? They didn't win. They didn't win. They didn't win. When they had Kareem Hunt and handing the ball off to him, they won. They won easily. So Josh, they they have to do something about it. They have to. Yeah, and and there's a lot of talk saying that OBJ is going to sign with Buffalo this week, and that's great. But I don't care. You could have I, Jerry I you Rice give him as many fucking receivers right. as you want. It doesn't Stephon matter. Diggs. You could have Jerry Rice come out of retirement. Hey, you know, you know what? If I was them, I, I would be looking at a fucking bell cow running back. I, I wouldn't even. If you're going to bring another guy into this team to make a playoff push, it better be somebody that I can mean, run the football. They need like a Saquon there. But they don't, they, that's, they they ain't gonna get a Saquon. You know what they need? No, they not. need a they need a powerhouse back, sort of like uh, Pacheco, a guy like that. That's they just young, need somebody that can, more that reliable. Can the football. They, I mean, Josh Jacobs, somebody you know, like that. Or or if you know you drafted James Cook early, all right? Play him. You drafted him early. Play him. He got five fucking carries. Play him. Hand right. Just take a game and give James Cook the ball fifteen times in the first half. Twenty. Give him 25, give him 25 carries in a game and see what he can do. And just see what happens. And if it don't work, then God bless. But now we're in a situation where the Bills plummeted down to third place in the division. They fell from a one to a six seed overnight. Everybody better watch out for the New England Patriots. Oh, there's still <laughs> one team worse than them. But uh, I'll say they're this, Stephon bye, Diggs. They're on a bye week. They're five and four. Yeah, it's Stephon Diggs with 128 yards. Gabe Davis with 93 and a tud. Dawson Knox, 57 yards. They the throwing the ball is not the issue. But then I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the coaching into question here now. That play that, that guy, that guy over there, I'm gonna let you know about something about him. I, I'm Don not McDermott. a fan of his. I'm not a fan of his. You can sit here and put the blame on Josh Allen all you want. Me as a layman. As a layman sitting at home, was sitting there thinking, God, when they had the ball on the one after after the fourth down where Cousins didn't make it, and they had the ball on the goal line. It was not on the one. It was not on the six inch. There was a single blade of grass between the ball and the goal line. You're up three. You got one of the top five defenses in football. Kneel it. Take Kneel a down. knee in the fucking end zone. Go up by one because one in fucking, it didn't make a difference. Correct. And make there Kurt wasn't enough make, time left for them to do anything. Make Kurt Cousins with two picks already, with a 70 QBR, who's not having the best game ever, make him earn it. And if you stack the fucking box and don't let Delvin Cook break off a good run, you got the game won by a point. I, I will say this. Kirk Cousins made a pass just before they got to that goal line in between two defenders were only... His guy could get it, and and Jefferson made an absolute amazing catch. Okay, at the one, and I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I, that throw that crazy had to be perfect to even complete it. 
I don't know what was in the Gatorade that they gave Kirk Cousins at the My end God, of that he, game. He was incredible. He, I, I will say that. He's inc- I, he was incredible. You in took the game. words out of my mouth. Under duress, getting mm-hmm. sacked. Their defensive line is no joke. No. Buffalo's defensive line was coming, and they were coming hard. And, and he was getting pounded. pounded. I was shocked he was sacked that he times. wasn't getting pa- uh, roughing the passer calls on him. Well, it's Kirk I Cousins. was shocked. Kirk Cousins. True. He threw the ball yeah, 50 times. It wasn't Dak Prescott. Right. Uh, he threw the ball 50 times yesterday, okay? Yeah. And two were picks. That's fine and dandy. Again, if you're throwing the ball 50 times, you're, you're it's gonna inevitable. Have turnovers. You're going to have turnovers throwing the ball 50 times. He, him, and Justin Jefferson yesterday looked like the best receiver in football, and not just by a little. He looked like the best right. receiver in football. He's uncoverable. He... Deadass. Him in that. Him in the Vikings uniform yesterday. He looked like fucking Randy Moss. They yeah. could not yeah. cover him. They he had him uncoverable team. yesterday, and he was just amazing. And and Cousins was knew where he was going to be yes. on every play. Every, it was truly. I, I'm not. I'm not exaggerating here. He was absolutely that throw, that, throw that that he had. And I'm sorry. I I thought Jefferson was closer to the end zone than what they spotted that ball at. But agree. I, I, in my opinion, no, his shoulder was down. that that was inches from the fucking goal line. Yep, and they had him at least foot and a half to it, two feet. It, that was a it absolute. Yeah. That was an ESPN classic performance. I, and there, Josh, there's another Justin thing. Jefferson yesterday. Why? Why as a head coach are you not at least going to fucking challenge the spot on that? Couldn't because the spot can't. couldn't. Yeah, you can. It was under two minutes. Yeah, there was like what? I thought you can. Like you can challenge any play. Absolutely not. Do you under two minutes? You can't challenge. There's no can't. coach's challenge. None. It has no, to come from the booth. Everything's uh, everything's reviewable, yes. but it has to come from upstairs. There's no coach's challenge in the last. That game. should have been reviewed regardless because it was so close to the so goal line. The two the two controversial things here were the Kirk Cousins one. So you can't throw a red flag on it. No. It was under Cousins two minutes. Was down on that and too. he was down on that and the Gabe Davis catch. Which they showed it 18 different times, and we weren't. And we this is why I say every play, regardless of clock, regardless of time, should be reviewed. Well, well those are by New York. Play, not. I don't give a fuck. Every repl- every play should be reviewable. You want to get it right? It every play should but be reviewable. That's supposed again. It was in two minutes. It's got to come from the booth. You get it's what not, I'm saying, though. Yes. The yes, thing is, but is there they wouldn't have gotten anything that out was, of that. That fell on the refs because yeah. Buffalo hustled to the line and got that snap off under 15 seconds, yeah, which was alarmingly fast. And that's the refs. You know, if, they're if supposed it, to get the defense time to sub and everything else too. Yeah. That wasn't happening. No, it was a normal hurry up situation, and yeah. they did it. They executed it perfectly to put themselves in that position because realistically, they shouldn't have been because that Gabe Davis catch was not a catch. It wasn't. I agree. Ball was dragging on the ground as he was out of bounds. It's not, it's not a catch. Correct. Again, that that's neither here Ball nor there. Ball did touch the ground. Because I disagree with the catch rule as it is, but that was not a catch. But I'll say this. Kirk Cousins in the fourth quarter of that game gutted it the fuck out. And, and They won. God bless them. They, it, was, it was a beautiful win. So now they stand. They're right there under Philadelphia for second place. Uh, and Buffalo's got some issues to sort out here now. I... I I'm willing to admit it, finally. 
know, everybody thought at the beginning of the year, myself included, thought that they would be the cream of the crop. I still think Kansas City was the best team in the AFC, but they were right there. Roster-wise, I don't think there's anybody that can they match are. them. I, I, don't, I don't think Buffalo is not the cream of the crop. I will say, as it stands at this moment, I'd put Kansas City above them. Yes. Miami, possibly above I them. would not put Miami. Miami is not as good as Buffalo. Uh, Realistically. Uh, they beat Buffalo. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's all a I'm going to say. Yeah. They beat Buffalo. So are the Bears better than the Lions? Uh, no. Okay, I thank think you. the Lions are better Either. than the Bears. Huh? I, you just asked me if the Lions were better than the Bears. Bears better than the Lions. Yeah. No, I don't think they are. Oh, okay. As a team, I don't think they're better than Justin the Lions. Justin Fields may be better than the Lions. But that's about no. I, I just don't think that they're better than the Lions. <laughs> well, team wise, talent wise, you go up and down the roster. Detroit's better. Oh, Their offensive line's better. Absolutely. They got better players than the fucking Bears. Are you only thi- the only thing that saved you, the Bears yesterday? Don't think was that Justin Fields. Detroit's offensive line is better than Chicago's. Yeah, I do. Absolutely, they're Absolutely. fucking better. Outside of that, what else? Go down the line, receiving core. Absolutely. I think the Lions have better fucking receivers than and Chicago. They, don't, they does. don't even have any big guys. It's all yeah. short dudes. Who? I'm on Ross St. Brown is better than anybody on Chicago's team. Okay. Tom He's Kennedy. better than Darnell Mooney. Tom Kennedy's better should than be fucking Chase more. Claypool. Tom Kennedy's not better than anybody they have. I, the, I the Chicago St. Brown is better be. than any of the number twos they have. Darnell okay. Mooney is better than any of the, outside of Amon Ross. We, we Brown. haven't even seen the, the the vast majority of the Lions receivers. Well, yeah. So guess what? You they got, are better. Shark will be coming back as I are. I still think he's better than any of those guys on fucking Chicago. We have a rookie who hasn't touched the field who's probably better. Chicago than has a better. Right Chicago right. has a better running game. I uh, will say Chicago no. has a better secondary. I don't know about that. I, I'd no put way. fucking Williams up against uh, Herbert. Yeah, I would. Well, Khalil Williams Herbert, is our number one. I would put him up against him. Williams is our number one. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I'd put Swift up against. I'd take. Fucking, I would take uh, Montgomery. Listen to me. I'd put uh, Swift up against Montgomery. Absolutely. I think Swift is good, if not better than he is. Well, he where, just can't stay healthy. But you know, where did all of this love come from? All of I'm sudden? just saying. I, I think well, comparing Detroit, it to the Bears, roster wise, has a better team than Chicago. I'm just trying to be honest. You have tell me the truth. Outside the last two games, do you think Justin Fields was going to be better than Jared Goff this year? No, thank you. But he is. So it's well, he is now. No, 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 no. Can he throw the ball better than Jared Goff? No, I don't think so. Hold the fuck. Quarterback? No, he's a good running back. He is not a good quarterback. You guys want to do this? We'll do this. Okay. Guess what? When Lamar Jackson won the MVP, why the fuck did he win it? Because he's the best. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not the best. If you look you at mean? it, if Justin Fields, what do you mean? If just if what Justin Fields did the last two games, he had been doing since the beginning of the year. Okay, and threw for 170 yards a game and had the game on the ground that he yeah. Had but been Lamar having, Jackson did that for a fucking MVP. entire season, not for and guess fucking what? Two if games. Justin yeah. Fields, if the Bears somehow find a way to win three or four more games, and Justin okay. Fields continues to play that way, he's an MVP candidate. Mm. No. So goes your team. Huh? So goes your team. What do you mean? So goes your team. Well, you're you got to understand something. Lamar Jackson put fucking the Ravens in the playoffs. They went to fucking Super Bowl. They went to playoffs. Listen to me. If the Bears finish this year with six wins, and Justin Fields does what he has done in the last two games, he is okay. in the MVP talk. Okay. Period. So you're telling me Jalen Hurts is the best player in the NFL right now? Yes. 
Okay. Best quarterback in the NFL right now. He's the MVP. For today. What does that mean? For today? For today. For today. He's for the today. best. I already said that. He should be in consideration for the MVP. Yes, he should be in consideration for the MVP. Yes, absolutely. Right now, if you ask me today. If you had a choice between two quarterbacks, between Justin Fields and Jalen Hurts, <laughs> who would you take? Jalen Hurts. Why? Because he's better. Okay. Why is he better? Because his team is playing Because he can actually throw a fucking football. And he is, he is a better thrower than Justin Fields. Hey, anybody could do what Justin Fields is doing. Run oh, around back Jared, there. Not Jared Run Goff. Around, hold on. Hold on. Not Jared Run Goff. around back there. Get a, get a fucking receiver going downfield open. Cole Kmet twice with no player on him. Anybody could complete that fucking pass. Jared Goff could complete so that pass. We might as well go into the Lions game since we're already talking. I, that's, we are. Oh, we're, we're in are. the Lions okay, game. We're in the, okay. we're in the game. Okay. At, at the, the end of right the quarterbacks. And at what point? What point? Here we Did go. the Detroit defense finally fucking step up? Bullshit. I don't want to hear that. Absolutely. I don't Absolutely. want to fucking hear <coughs> about the Detroit defense <laughs> stepping up. Okay? Guess what? You have the highest paid. We're going to do this again. You have the highest paid offensive line in football. The most expensive one ever. And uh, as a team, you average three and a half yards per carry. Okay? okay. That's awful. That's awful. Okay. You're Touted best player on the team gets six carries for six yards. That's awful. That's okay. fucking awful. I am sorry. I thought we were talking about defense. No, we're talking offensive. Well, I thought we were talking about defense too. What? Do you want to talk about I the said their defense finally stepped up. When they needed to step up. Why are we talking about up. the fact that they allowed 30 points to the Chicago Bears as stepping up? And then in the third quarter when it was a 24 to 10 game. He, it I was ten to ten at the he's half. He's more or less talking about the rookies that are on the team that are stepping up, not Alex Anzalone, who should have been. I'm, sa- I'm seeing Justin Fields. I'm seeing the young guys on this team well, improve. I will say, if Malcolm Rodriguez played yesterday, I don't think Justin Fields had would have as much. Justin of a game Fields he did. ripped off that big run because Alex Anzalone is awful. Well, that was that was that was Big Brother blew the play. That was Big Brother versus Little Brother. Jeff Okuda had that interception, run back for a touchdown. No, Justin Fields do. Listen to me. Listen to me. Fields would have never done that if a real linebacker was fucking. If Malcolm Rodriguez played, if Malcolm Rodriguez played, Justin Fields. Don't get me wrong. I don't think Malcolm Rodriguez would have put him down, but he would not have had. As good of a game as he did. And the putting, I, the putting down the quarterback thing right now, I'm going to tell you what it is. These guys are so afraid to hit these quarterbacks. They it's are, the fucking dude, truth, they dude. They They're are. so Come afraid on. to hit these guys to get a penalty. They're just trying to wrap them. Guess what? Justin, instead of hitting them. Nobody's, there's not one referee in the game that having 400-plus yards of rushing in the last three games that's going to sit there and protect Justin Fields. It ain't going to happen. It ain't gonna happen. It's it happens. If Jared Goff goes to goes for a six when you, yard when you see run, Pat Mahomes all, all cute running toward it's the sidelines, hold the ball out past the line different. because it's he knows different. he's not gonna get touched. You're goddamn right. Because if you touch him, there's a flag. But we can't sit here and say that Justin Fields is getting the respect that Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I, does. I absolutely think so. Absolutely. Oh my God, you're high. Any of these guys? What happened? Why not Josh, Josh Allen, Allen yesterday? Josh Allen gets the calls. When? He I missed him yesterday. I watched him get. I watched him get depleted twice with no call. He was doing that himself. Guess, but he was the one initiating the contact. If you're going to be the runner, then you're good, not going to get the call. Correct. You're not going to get the call. And I think in the last you're, two weeks, you're going to get the call. 
In the no, last two weeks, they've done about, a much better job of the play, that. The last play of the game when Justin Fields was missed five tackles, four or five. Like, one of those, all it t- had to take was one of those guys to just fucking lead into him and fucking hit him and take him down. But they're scared to hit the guy. He is a runner. He what was, a, what a, no, he was, he was still in the passer. backfield. He was he in the, was in the was pocket. These guys are so afraid to lay wood to these guys because oh, they're afraid of the penalty. Who on the Lions defense is really laying wood? <laughs> I mean, you're sitting here talking about it like it's the fucking 2000s Ravens. Well, we, and they're all so scared we to are, do some damage. We aren't the biggest fans of um, Aiden Hutchinson, but he stepped up big time yesterday and made plays that needed Well, to he happen. actually looked like an NFL defensive end. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Finally. Finally. Correct. Looked like an NFL defensive end yesterday. He had eight yeah. tackles and a sack. Correct. Correct. Best game of his career so far. But he's also Correct. leading rookies right now. Yeah, he – all right, he ran that down – that doesn't mean any – that, that, that bullshit stat that they're talking about with the rookie stuff is garbage. Well, no shit. It's, it's garbage. Throwing it I wouldn't right. believe any of that. All right, so here he is, unblocked at the goal line, runs down the fucking line of scrimmage and tackles Montgomery – and a, and a Five yard out of position tackle for a loss. All right, but that's an NFL tackle. If you can't do correct. that play on block, you have no business to be there. Justin Fields on that interception play. Just keep him back there. Keep him back there. Don't put. Don't rush him. You know. Don't like, rush him. Yeah. No, he did the right thing by having he himself contained. under control. Yeah, okay. Contained. Going contained, toward him, contained, he still contained. need. You still need to bring the guy down. Period. So. Again, what what's as a unit, what's the best unit on this team? Their offensive line. Okay. The offensive line allowed two sacks on Jared Goff yesterday. And yeah, they, they have the, the, the running backs averaged Williams three point seven yards per carry. Uh Justin Jackson three and a half. DeAndre Swift one. Okay. So let's be real here. The offensive line they have, didn't have a fabulous game. They haven't been playing. Jared Goff with his one hundred and fourteen QBR. He only had to throw the ball 26 times, 19 of them were completions, 236 yards, got his touchdown. Yeah. That's where and got bailed out of a, got perfect. bailed out of an interception because of a illegal hands to the face. Just okay. point that out. Well, no, it's not a, if there's a penalty on it, it's not a fucking bailout. It's a bailout. It's it's not it's a, a bailout. You sit here and you want to tout their fucking defense, which allowed 30 points to the Chicago Bears and doesn't know how to how to how to contain a quarterback, but you're gonna sit here and talk about Jared Goff's lackluster performance with a one he did wasn't the same a thing. That was he did the, the same perfect thing performance to Dallas. for him. What do you mean he did the same thing to Dallas? Or close to the same thing to Dallas. Who his, his performance was Guess what? That doesn't mean Dallas played well because Dallas got shellacked by the same team you beat last week. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. It wasn't it's, much you of wanted, a shellack. And I'll tell you what, end, Aaron but... Jones, <laughs> uh, for a guy who went out with an ankle injury and never fucking stepped back on the field over here, that ankle looked pretty <laughs> goddamn good to me. Um, Am I wrong on that? Overall, but I want to wrap this up okay. and then we'll move on. Overall, and I will stand by this till I till I die. Jared Goff played extremely well. The rest of the Lions unit, okay. Jared Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown played very great well. combo, beautiful. <laughs> the rest of the team played like shit. Point blank, period. You can't stop a fucking quarterback running the ball. Uh, you you don't have anybody that can cover a tight end. Nobody knows how to spy the quarterback. And Darnell Mooney was four for four. So if Justin Fields would have thrown the ball more than twelve times. But he didn't have to because he ran for 150 yards because you can't stop him. 
So at the end of the day, again, this is he another stopped week. Himself. He stopped, he stopped himself. himself. Let, let me tell you something about that, too. How many fucking carries did he have? 13 for 147. He had 13 fucking carries. <laughs> let me tell you something. My man was shot. And three, he got sacked he was three shot. times. He, he was, was getting so fucked up. Tired. Yeah. He was getting he fucked was up. So but you guys tired. both just sat here and said, oh, the, no. nobody's afraid to hit him and he's not going to call. No, he was no when he was on the run, when he was, on, when he was, he was running the ball, shit. he got, got slapped in got that game. He was Come getting on. tackled. Unlike the cute guy you in Kansas City, you want to bitch about something? He was getting tackled. <laughs> let's move on to the, let's move on to the Sunday to the Sunday night game, What's and we'll Sunday go back up. Game? You want to you want to throw a fit about something? And God knows you might have been watching Barbarians and missed it. But the Dre Greenlaw <laughs> ejection. You want to talk about I, bullshit? I think that that was, was absolutely bullshit. absurd. Correct. That was bullshit. Absurd that a player can make a helmet to helmet contact. On a guy incidental, that, incidental. The guy was and then get fucking down. kicked out of a game. That was it. This awful. needs to stop. That was off. This needs to stop. The NFL better take a fucking look at it because it, it, it's wrong. Listen, they're not going to do anything. It's wrong. It's wrong. As fans and make it's them. fucking wrong. The let's let's discuss this game because I was watching it and I watched. The first uh, first drive of the game for the Chargers, and I watched. I, I own Austin Eckler, I own DeAndre Carter, and I own Gerald Everett. And I watched Austin Eckler run for, uh, I believe he had six carries for twenty four yards. Yeah, well, on the first. What the fuck? The first he had sixteen yards on the first drive of the game. Right. What happened? And then I watched Gerald Everett. Pulled in a 17-yard reception. And then I watched a beautiful 33-yard touchdown pass to DeAndre Carter. On the first drive of the game, those were the three. Those were the first four plays. And then after that, what? something woke what up. happened? Uh, Justin Herbert looked clueless. What the fuck happened? Uh, Austin Eckler forgot how to run the football. Uh, and ultimately, I will say this. Out of every team I saw yesterday, now... You want to talk about balance. You want to talk about well-rounded. You want to talk about everything. Yeah, and this is with Debo Samuel still not 100%. Because I watched him yesterday. He didn't have. He did not have any of the gas. And you know what? Kittle didn't. Kittle looked pretty banged up too. San Francisco. They had the ball for almost 17 minutes more. San 17 Francisco. minutes. That's a quarter and a fucking and guess piece what? more. They didn't have to use McCaffrey to the ground. Yeah. He split carries. Yeah, San Elijah Francisco Mitchell. is the most balanced team in the NFL. And Jimmy Garoppolo, three hundred eighty-seven total fucking yards, I mean, two thirty on the air, one hundred fifty-seven on the ground. He doesn't make mistakes. That's perfect. And you want to know what? Even though this game was close and they were down after after the first quarter, you got out of the first quarter, especially after the half. You were watching both these teams play, and even they were sixteen sixteen at one point. Correct. You, there was no doubt in your mind San Francisco was winning that game. They had complete control of the game, and they they ran, they ran the ball until the the depleted Chargers defense physically could not keep up anymore, and then they just wasted the clock away, and they yeah. didn't give them a chance. And their defense got it's three and out after Shanahan. It's monotonous method. Yes, method to madness. You just he will make life you out of absolutely them. nuts. Yep. And he did. Yes. And it was perfect. And I'll tell you what, with the tandem of 
You could throw in your Elijah Mitchell. You could throw in your absolute beauty queen of Christian McCaffrey and then toss your battering ram of Elijah Mitchell out there and then give a handoff or two to Debo Samuel. And Ayuk. And Ayuk. And then you you could throw to McCaffrey and you could it's fucked up. But right now, as it stands today, I think San Francisco looks if you want you can argue Philly. I think San Francisco looks the most playoff-ready team out of the league at 5-4. and four. I'm sorry. The, what I saw out of them last night, there's not too many defenses, number yeah, one. It's, it's not the team that showed up at Chicago no, first game of the year. There's not too many defenses. They are defenses not the same team. And not too many teams that can hold up. Trey Lance. To take the blows that, and you know what? I, I'm sorry. You go back, Going back to Trey Lance, they can tout Trey Lance all they want. Jimmy Garoppolo is the picture. If you drew up a quarterback, molded one, to play this offense, it's he's him. perfect. He doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't take huge Does, long doesn't shots. Ha- doesn't have to take risk. Does not have to take he risk. Plays he doesn't want to run the ball. Just sit in the pocket. One of the five weapons you have will be open. And if not, hand the ball off 40 times a game. Yeah. And you'll win because your defense will stop. That's old school football. Literally anybody. That's old school football. There has not been a defense this year that has been able to contain Austin Eckler. Yep. Granted, the Chargers defense is decimated. The yep. Chargers as a team is decimated. Well, but guess what? nobody has been able to stop San Francisco Eckler. did it. San Francisco did it with ease. Yeah. With ease. Pretty easy. Yep. And and you saw it. You saw it from, from everybody on the 49ers. There was never a doubt they were going to win that game. Never. The, the Chargers offensive line is is absolutely Gas. Chargers off. They have line. no receivers outside. Chargers. Their two best receivers are out. Put an X through them. Their offensive line's decimated with injury. They're de- they had three healthy defensive linemen. Are, are line you giving Kansas now. City the division right yes, now? I am giving yeah. Kansas City the division. <laughs> the the they had okay. three. No, this is no bullshit. Yeah. Three healthy defensive linemen. They had to rush three. Yeah. That's all they had. So they're they're decimated with injuries. There's and you know what? Inevitably at some point. Justin Herbert is going to get hurt. Like I'm watching, he's already hurt. He's going at some point. You got to shut this guy down. I mean, they said he's got bruised ribs. He's got a messed up shoulder. He's got. I mean, well, obviously he's the quarterback. He does not want to sit. No, that's not going to happen. No, and, and he's not going to. Yeah. And I commend him for it. And they'll but, tough it out. And they'll win a few more games. And and fuck, you know, it's rough. They might make it into the playoffs. You know, it's rough. We'll see. I, I don't think. Honest to God, if you ask me right now, if if the Chargers are making the playoffs, they they're just due to injury. They they're just not. They don't have enough ammo to make it in there. And I mean, there's two. Well, now with the one now with the AFC East, correct. All I the mean, wins that they have. We well, we talk. I'm about, talking about every team in that. You division. might you might have three teams out of that division in it, meaning Buffalo, the Jets, and Miami. Because there's no chance New England is. But anyway, um. <sighs> Let's and division games coming up are huge. Those were the big ones I wanted to discuss. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the German game. And I will say this uh, the most shocking thing out of this game for me was that you had 70,000 Germans in a stadium who knew every word to Country Roads by John Denver. Okay. I was absolutely <laughs> blown away. They sat there and sang Sweet Caroline without missing a beat. They sung. Uh, Country Roads by John Denver without missing a beat. And it's like a fucking party. 
They all have their pitchers of beer because they don't it's, sell pints. What happens when you have a real fan base? They have pitchers, and they didn't leave when the game was over. No, game's over. Listen, Everybody's still an, sitting there this fucking. This is an drinking. event for them. They don't have a fucking game there every week like we do. Yeah, that's right. True. I this mean, is it an was, event for them. It's true. It was fun to watch. And guess what? Guess what? You're just all this is is a glimpse of what the future is going to be with the NFL. You you understand this? There will be game. They there will a be a five. team in that city. In that country, there will be a team in England. You know how there will be a team in Mexico. Here. They want to go international. They have a five-year deal with Germany, and I think, it, yeah. It they want to go international. Um, but let's talk about the actual game now. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll, I'm going to be real with you here. I don't think Geno Smith had a better game than what I expected him to have. Uh, he went for 275 yards, two touchdowns. He was sacked three times. QBR 115 against a very, very good Tampa defense. Against the Tampa defense that we have not seen since week two. For the first time in a couple of months, I saw a Buccaneers defense yesterday that was healthy, that was playing fast, that was able to cover their receivers. Uh, all of their run stoppers played very well. I mean, they, they've handled Kenneth Walker better than anybody else has this year. Uh, Kenneth Walker that's had true. 10 rushes for 17 yards. Um, that's the run defense you expect to see from all of the ammo that they have up front. Uh, the Buccaneers linebacking core looked fabulous yesterday. I, I'm sorry. You, you sit here and call Devin, me. Devin, Devin White was awesome. Devin White looked awesome. Levante David looked good. They, Levante and, David's always good. They played that defense yesterday, played as a perfectly cohesive unit. And I'll say this outside of the that awesome Goodwin touchdown when, when the game was kind of getting towards out of reach, they held up very, very well against an offense that's better than we expected. As well, far- the key the key of the game was simple. Tampa Bay running the football. This is something that they haven't done from week one. No, they have not. They have not ran the ball well at all. They did. This was they the did first game. Germany and-, and I'll tell you what. I don't know if it was Brian Lefwich. I don't know if it was Todd Bowles. Whoever called, whoever the fuck called the Let's get cute, direct snap to Fournette, throw the ball back to Brady play, should be fucking fired. Period. You were, you had, that was the one of the best drives you've had. That was left, which. That was one of the best drives you have had all year. It was, you were guaranteed to come well, out of it with Se- points. Seattle. Brady said if he didn't. Seattle drift, did that, was, that play last week. House. I'm aware. Seattle did that play last week. I think it was a little dig in Seattle saying, hey, we're going to fucking do this, too. Yeah, guess what? It was done last week. It was awful. Seattle did it. It was awful. Stop. Yes. Stop. Guess what? You're one game above 500. You're a a pubic hair away from losing the This game is actually kind of disgusting because it should have been a blow-off. It should have been. The door should have been blown off of this. And that's why I was pissed about that play. Because they had so much fucking momentum on that drive. It would have been seven points, no questions asked, and they did some bullshit like that. And that pissed me off. Yeah, it allowed a touchdown late that they shouldn't have got. Correct. That's what I'm saying. This game should have been your... This game should have been your exclamation point uh, 28 to 7 or 28 to 10 game. That gave you the momentum going Lock, forward. Lockett made a really beautiful catch. I'll give Lockett in the corner. Hits, absolutely. My God, that guy is still yep. money. 
And I'll tell you what, Godwin, first game I've seen him all year look crisp. He looked crisp. Still slow. Chris Godwin? Still slow. He's, he, You could see he's still not himself. He's still yet. slow, but he looked crisper than he has the rest of the year. He's getting getting back to where he needs to be. Julio played his – did exactly what he needed to do. Out of a number three for Tom Brady, he got three catches, 53 yards, Tud. Perfect. Uh, and Mike Evans was blanketed the whole game. They rolled – They rolled all the coverage. He had three guys on him on every Correct. play. Um, but overall – Three. Overall, I can take a very, very, very deep breath because Rashad fucking White is the saving grace for this team right now. I like it. Leonard Leonard Fournette's still the guy. Bullshit. Leonard Leonard Fournette's still the guy. If 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 somehow this gets in left witch's ear, Fournette's your third down guy and the guy you give the ball to in the red zone. To get down the field, use Rashad White. Because it will pay the fuck off. And Fournette's hurt now. He's got a bad hip. He got a little little hip injury. Let's go. I want to see Fournette's still your bell cow. Rashad White got eight more carries yesterday, and I want to see it. I want to because Fournette is nursing this hip. I want to see Rashad White get twenty five carries a game, and tell me if this offense doesn't look better. I can take a sigh of relief. They ran the ball well. They averaged almost five yards per carry, and the defense looked good. And the Seahawks. I'm not going to say are what I thought they were because even with this loss. And them coming back down to earth a little bit, like I projected, they still are a little bit better than I thought. They are. They but play if you good take defense and they run the football. If you take away the run, they're they ain't shit. Yeah, that's it in a nutshell. You take away Kenneth Walker, you took their whole team away. Correct. Um, next up, here we go again with the Denver fucking Broncos, ten to seven at the half, and they just they got fucking absolutely. They they played it perfect. They had they they stopped Derrick Henry. He had 19 rushes for 53 yards. He averaged 2.8 yards per carry. They had the stop in on him. They had this game fucking won. Okay, you couldn't run the ball. Latavius Murray nine rushes, 24 yards. Melvin Gordon seven for 24. Uh and yeah, then you had Chase Edmonds 24. nine or two rushes for nine yards. I mean, you couldn't run the fucking ball. Somehow, you came up with the perfect defensive plan. The perfect defensive plan to stop Derrick Henry. You stopped him. And yeah, you yeah, let 19 him. carries for 53 yards. When have you ever seen Never. that? You, if, if Derrick Henry runs less than three yards per carry, it's, it's divine intervention or injury. That's it. Yeah. And you let Ryan Tannehill and Nick Westbrook-Akini, or whatever the fuck his name is, Beat you. Come the fuck on. Nathaniel Hackett needs to fucking lose his job. I am sorry. I have seen enough. I have fucking seen oh, enough. I mean, Russell Wilson was sacked six times. Come on, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You stop Derrick Henry. Your offensive line is so abysmal. You can't run the fucking ball. And, and yeah. you get Russell Wilson near killed. And yeah, somehow, he was running for his life. Somehow, you still are in the lead. You had the fucking game. And yeah. you let it slip away. You let it slip away. Well, they were on a road with a tough place to play against a tough team. For them to even be in contention in that game was was impressive. Your you offense know. cannot completely shut down in the second well, half. Well, they lost uh, Judy. Yeah, Ju- Jerry, and, Jerry and, Judy's hurt now. And I, I'm sure... 
looks like to me he's done for the year. I, I'm not sure on that or not, but I that did not look good. No, it did not. They had MRIs going today, so we'll keep you updated. And on he's that. their biggest weapon in the fantasy show. Sutton had a nice game yesterday, though. I can't yeah. I can't knock him for that. Um, next up, I picked the Jaguars in this game, and you want to know something? I I watched it, and you sit there and fucking laugh. But I will tell you what, I. Oh, I, I, I don't Jacksonville, I am telling you. I am telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Next year, okay. They, they are going to be a team to contend with. Absolutely. Absolutely. They, they've got pieces, man. And Trevor Lawrence, I'm sorry. Trevor Lawrence is a good quarterback. He got sacked five times, and he still had a QBR, 106, 259 yards, two touchdowns. Penalties destroyed him. The penalties yeah, five destroyed penalties. this game. Yeah, that that's the story of the game. The Chiefs did not have one penalty. That's hard to believe. But, I well, mean, you know. they couldn't really get E.T. and go on 11 carries, 45 yards. Uh, uh, Christian Kirk, again, another great game. Nine receptions, 105 yards, two touchdowns. And, and I'll tell you what. They're, they're, they, they're so close, man. I, 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 I love this Jacksonville team going into the year. I didn't love Tennessee. And... There was a part this game, yeah, it wasn't won outright by the Chiefs the whole time. Like no. there's always that no, they turned the ball over three times. Yes, and you're sitting there watching it, and it at one point it was uh <clears throat> at one point Jacksonville. It really, didn't get out of hand till the it end. It didn't get out of hand till yeah. I, I and, thought and Jacksonville you know what? Really I, I'm gonna had tell you what saved this. what saved Kansas City in this game, Pacheco. Yeah. He was running hard, he had 16 carries for 82 yards. He, he, yep. was, he was balling. He had a fumble as he well. He was balling. I'll tell you this much. Kansas City right now, Kansas City looks dominant. And, but yeah, the, they the, can't do this in the playoffs, though. You can't turn the ball over three times. Well, you want to know a what? really good team. My next point here was going to be Kansas City plays, more so than anybody else, I think Kansas City plays to their opponent. They play to the level of their right. Point. I Absolutely. mean, when they I come agree. out against Buffalo or Baltimore or fucking, you know, yeah, they ain't they be able to put do on a show, different team, you know, and That's then they they got to deal with little old Jacksonville and they kind of rein it in a little bit. Um, but overall, I mean, Valdez Scantling with a touchdown, Kadarius Tony with fifty-seven yards and a touchdown. Kelsey did his thing, and like you said, Pacheco ran the ball very well. Um, uh, uh, Smith Schuster went out. He he's probably going to be out a while. Edwards Hilaire did not get a carry yesterday. I I, I think they've kind of closed the door with that. I think that yeah. one's over with. I, but I think you might see him pop in and out, have a good game here or there, uh, maybe to give keep uh, Pacheco fresh for healthy the playoffs. Well, yeah. McKinnon's getting those number two reps. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I mean, I think yeah. that they just trust. I think they trust Pacheco now. And and yeah. realistically, they're a team that doesn't have to b- run the ball more than 20 times a game. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, but yeah, I think right now, and I want to talk about this before we end today's show, but uh, Kansas City is starting to establish. They're starting to separate themselves yeah. from everybody else. Agree. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have the Cleveland Browns and Miami Dolphins. And this one wasn't really much of a game. Uh, it was a game early, late. It got it got ugly late. It was the two attack of Iloa show again. Yeah, mm-hmm. it got it got ugly basically at after that. The third quarter was over. It was done. Um. So a couple takeaways from this game. One, 
Um, and judge me all you want. Two is an MVP candidate in my eyes. Absolutely. Okay. 25 for 32, 285, three touchdowns, no picks, was not sacked. QBR, the highest on the week, 135. Uh, you, That's pretty efficient. That is absolutely fucking money. And Talk about a two-headed horse, man. Um, Tyreek Hill. Little, and almost 200 yards on the ground. Tyreek Hill was a little quiet yesterday. Yeah. Five five receptions, 44 yards at a tud. Waddle, four receptions, 66 yards. Uh, and I'll tell you this much, Tua is spreading the ball around fabulously. Obviously, we know yes. Tyreek Hill leads the league in yardage. Jalen Waddle's right up there with him. But yesterday, it Jeff was a Wilson. perfect Wilson. spread. I mean, yeah, Jeff, Jeff Wilson Jr. has established himself as the number one. He came in in the trade from San Francisco, and it was established that he, going forward, is going to be the number one guy. Now, don't get me wrong. Mozart had a very, very good game yesterday. He catches the ball really well. Mozart? Yes, Mozart so does. I think, I think they're complementing each other they very are. well. But as far as carries go, I mean, Wilson had 17. Mozart had eight. I think you're going to see that number continue to get a little wider as things go yeah. forward here. Uh, they both had a touchdown yesterday. And you, you can't – there was not one thing this Miami offense did wrong yesterday. It was a perfect game. They ran the ball well. They threw the ball well. Everybody got yeah, the ball. The defense played much. well. You can't ask for Chubb, any more Chubb than that. Chubb had a sack. Their defense, they were putting a lot of pressure on Jacoby Brissett. Well, uh, that's because Joby, Jacoby Brissett's not that good of a quarterback. And you'll find out. Well, they on Watson isn't either. Here, here's the thing. Sean Watson was activated. They, was they got they got down early. The Cleveland did. And they weren't able to utilize Nick Chubb the way they normally do. See, that's bullshit. That's bad coaching. That is bad coaching. They because got it does down not early. Matter. It doesn't matter. I, I don't would care. continue getting the ball. Correct. I wouldn't give a shit if I was down by four, three 40 touchdowns. fucking points. I'd still be when fucking you have Nick the ball. Chubb. Yeah. Nick Chubb should not be getting 11 carries, people. Right. Holy fuck. He got yeah. 11 carries, still went for 63 yards at six yards per carry, and a touchdown. Right. And his first fumbling fucking, what, two years? Something like that. I mean, come on. He was the only bright spot you had outside of Donovan Peoples fucking Jones. I mean, granted, yeah. this is this experiment's pretty much over now, right? Well, I don't think we're going to see Deshaun Watson. I do. Year. I do. You do? Oh, yeah. They have a new toy. Come on. You don't think that's just activated, man. Just, He's practicing uh, this week. Oh, he is practicing? practicing yeah. Okay. Maybe so I'm that's wrong. it. Thank God you can drop Jacoby. But doesn't he have a suspension to go through, too? This is He's done. It's week 11. No, uh, doesn't he have more now? I thought there was some other no. shit that came out. Nope. Oh, okay. Week 11. He's okay. Go. Good for him. So, uh, yeah, the Jacoby Brissett experiments. Talk about made. rust. Yeah. Well, we'll wow. see. Guy hasn't played in two, two years. years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. uh, next up, the Houston Texans and New York Giants. Um, I mean, this one's a pretty easy one to figure out, as most Houston Texans games are. But for the Giants, Saquon Barkley ran the ball <clears throat> 35 times. Love that. For 152 yards and a touchdown. Love it. Which meant Daniel fucking Limp Dick Jones only had to throw the ball 17 times for 197 yards, two, two touchdowns, touchdowns, sacked three times. Um, Did you see the Slayton catch? 
I did down see the sideline. I was like, I did. Holy shit! Every time we's like, who is this guy? Yeah, he scores a big play. I know. Every time, Darius Slayton three receptions, ninety-five yards. One was a fifty-four yard tud. Um, I, I keep talking shit about him. I'm gonna keep talking <laughs> shit. About him. Yeah, I'm gonna keep talking <laughs> shit. Uh, it was the Houston Texans. It was the Houston fucking Texans. So, well, I, I mean, what destroyed them was the turnovers. Yes, the, the turnovers. Mean, they turned the ball over twice. Hold on, let's let's. Davis Mills was sacked four times. Right, he threw I mean, a pick. Let, but let's talk about this. Threw for three hundred and nineteen yards. So. Yeah. Thank you, Bruce. The New York Giants secondary allowed three hundred and nineteen yards to Davis Mills, Jordan Atkins, Nico Collins, and whoever the fuck Chris Moore is. So let's not. Again, I'm going to talk shit about the Giants because their defense ain't that great because they can't. I mean, if Davis Mills going off for 300 against you, you got a fucking issue. Uh, if your Jordan Atkins is going for three for 72, I mean, he spread the ball around great. Nico Collins had five for 49 in the touchdown. Everybody got involved. Brendan Cooks had four catches. And, and a run. Damian Pierce had 17 rushes for 94 yards. He averaged almost six yards per carry. So they let up almost 400 yards. Yes. So I'm not, I'm not ready to tout this. At the end of the day, when you have a running back who's running 70 yards down the field every fucking drive and all Daniel Jones has to do is throw three times a drive, it makes it very easy. And then your defense essentially, like, let's stop and think about this. If you didn't have all the mistakes that Houston made, the pick, the fumbles, they had two fumbles lost and a pick. If you don't have that, you don't have uh, seven penalties. I mean... We're if this is a decent team, we're not talking about this. But the Houston Texans continue to mistake their way out of games. So, God bless them. But I'm still not completely sold on the New York Giants. It is Saquon Barkley and everybody else. Yeah, and a couple well, receivers you know that you've never I heard of getting. Say a what you want to say. I think Dabo's done a great job over there, Ugh. getting these guys ready to play you know with, what? A, with a with a with uh, a. I I. I, I don't even know what to say. Can I ask you a question? I want you to be brutally honest. Yeah. When inevitably between now and the end of the year, Saquon Barkley goes down with an injury. God forbid, but it's going to happen. Okay. How many games do they win? If Barkley goes down, I, I would say it's hard-pressed to see them win another game this year. Okay. Sitting enough. If he goes down. If he goes down. Uh, next up, somehow, the Pittsburgh Steelers pulled out a W against the New Orleans Saints. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett, baby. baby. Um, the worst stat line in fucking football right now. <laughs> 18 of 30 for 199 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Sacked six times for a QBR of 79. My God. Baby. You talk about a guy that took a fucking beating. He <laughs> took one yesterday bad. He took a beating worse than a little kid at a prison. Um, I what? guess. <laughs> oh, what? That was awful. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I guess if you want to talk about the best line from yesterday, Najee Harris, 20 rushes, 99 yards, no tud, and he fumbled once. Hey, at least he uh, at least he, at least he woke up 50. and ran for yeah. almost 100 yards. I mean, um, Deontay Johnson, four catches, 63 yards. I, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say right now. Uh, like The only rushing touchdown was George Pickens had a and, rushing touchdown. And Kenny Pickett. Like, let's be real here, okay? Yeah, Pickett had a rushing touchdown. Uh, 
Pickens had a rushing touchdown. There were no receiving touchdowns. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, Kenny this, Pickett's got to throw the football. At the end of the day, they need to protect him. Okay, this was a this was a New Orleans issue because he got up More limping. So they almost had to bring in Mitch Trubisky. Oh Jesus! Like okay, here you go. Elvin Kamara eight rushes for twenty six yards. Unable to run the ball. Andy Dalton seventeen completions for one seventy four with two picks, two sacks, QBR of sixty two. That's okay. He like was, he was bloody yesterday. I mean, yeah, because they had to bring in fucking Taysom Hill at quarterback. He came in and rifled one ball at the ground. Listen, <laughs> um, at the end of the day, this was a complete fall apart on the Saints' part. I mean, it was it was it was probably one of the more awful per- offensive performances I've watched this year. It reminded me of the Bears the first three weeks. Okay, it was fucking awful. Yeah, it was looking pretty bad. Uh, and they're already talking about how this that could have been Andy Dalton's. Swan Sorry? song. That could have been Andy Dalton's swan song. We might get jammed. Well, I think Winston's ready to come back now. Well, he has been. Yeah, but they've been winning. Right. And up now, until I mean, now, that was, that was I, I would have to yes. say this yeah. This is probably goodbye for Andy Dalton. That was awful. Until Jameis Winston gets hurt again. Uh, next up in one of your favorite coaches. First game back in his old stadium. I can't stand this guy. Mike McCarthy took an L to Aaron Rodgers. And the Cowboys lost 28-31 to against the Green Bay Packers at the Lambeau. Va- the vaunted great quarterback, Dak Prescott. Hey, Tony Pollard had a nice little All right, game. let's – let's before we go too deep into this Dak thing here, all right, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say. When, when are you going to wake up? Did you see this guy? Did you see the balls he was throwing? You want to talk about fucking garbage? My God, he looked like Malik Willis out there. One <laughs> ball was good. The next four were awful. Awful. He's horrible. And Mike McCarthy's a douche. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking douche. 46 and 10. I am so glad. Oh you know God. what I would have loved to see? Aaron Rodgers just fire the ball at his fucking head. <laughs> and I'm not even an Aaron Rodgers guy. And I'll tell you what. You don't think there's turmoil in Green Bay when Aaron Rodgers comes off the field and basically told his head coach to go fuck himself? Okay. I, I mean, at what point? Hold on. Do you know how little fucking sense that made? Do you know how little? That was the worst play call of the day. That was, yes. by leaps and bounds, the worst play call of the day. I think that's why he came to the for sidelines and absolutely And Matt LaFleur deserved for Aaron Rodgers to tell him to go fuck himself. Yes. You're, you have a running back in Aaron Jones, who's my averaging God. six yards per fucking uh, oh, carry. Oh, my ankle versus the Detroit Lions? He's averaging that six yards per carry. That ankle looked pretty good. A.J. Dillon, 13 for 65, five yards per carry. And on fourth and one, you're going to throw it? Run the damn ball. What are you doing? What, what are you doing? you doing? Come on, man. That was all Come on, man. Christian Watson. <laughs> Christian Watson finally coming out party. Yes. He caught a ball. Four receptions, 104 yards, three touchdowns. Sammy Watkins, three for 47. The ghost of. Alan Lazard, three for 45. He had a big one there at the end. And overall, Packers offense looked good for the first time all year. All year. I, all year. And I can't wait to see baby. the I can't wait to see the rematch. Of Detroit and Green Bay. After I cannot wait to January see January eighth at Lambeau. After I can't wait came to see out it. earlier in the week and said, I'm gonna be in that fucking huddle. And you if you wanna fucking play, then you meet me out there. Otherwise stay your bitch ass on the bench. Mm-hmm. I told looking. you he wasn't taking this shit anymore. He wasn't taking it. 
and and I I'm all in now on Green Bay. That's what I needed to see because when you have guys like Aaron Rodgers, and guess guess who he gets back this week? Guess who's off injury? Not the ghost of the ghost Randall, Randall Cobb. Cobb baby. <laughs> He's back. Um, for the Cowboys, this was a this was a this was not good. It, it was this an, is an utter, issue loss. This is a. <clears throat> and I'm not going to say that Ezekiel Elliott not playing made a difference in this game. No, it did. <clears throat> I'm sorry? It did. I, I don't think it truly... made a difference. No, I do. Because if you have that two-headed monster of him and Pollard. That is okay, true. That is true. It, you, if you say, okay, let's say instead of they gave Pollard 22 carries. If okay. you take that and you make those other nine that Mike fucking, or who is this? Malik Davis. Malik Davis had his five, and Prescott ran the ball four times. Let's say Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott combined for 30 carries. You're getting 200 yards on the ground. You're getting two touchdowns. You're getting that physicality. And you're taking from... Dak Prescott's attempts from 46 down to like 32, 33. Yeah. And you win this game. I, I yeah. think you could still do that with Davis. If Dak Prescott has to throw the ball 40 46 times, you're going to lose. You're yeah, gonna lose. You could still split that with Davis if Zeke's not playing. He averaged six or 7.6 yards. Yes, he had 38 yards. One was a 17-yard rush. So the issue here in lies, I don't even know who Malik Davis was. Okay. He had 61 yards on the year. Okay. Okay. His only other game, he had eight rushes against Chicago. This game, Zeke went out. Ezekiel Elliott brings a physicality to the game. That are not a lot of teams. You get used to that physicality, then all of a sudden you got Pollard who pew, he shoots right. through the fucking hole yes. and he's gone. But that's the difference. Realistically, I mean Dak Prescott threw this game away. Well, that's Dak it. Prescott is shit. <laughs> when, when are we gonna stop sugarcoating it? He is the worst fucking I, I'm gonna tell you something right now. I'd rather have Kenny Pickett than Dak Prescott. I would rather oh, have fucking Malik Willis absolutely. than Dak Prescott. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I could do more with Malik Willis than I could Dak Prescott. You're getting Prescott. too cocky now. You're getting no, too bullshit. cocky now. Bullshit. He's garbage. Uh, we garbage. Need to, before we move on, we need to throw some respect out here. CeeDee Lamb, 11 receptions, 150 yards, two touchdowns. He's a man. Dalton Schultz, six receptions, 54 yards, one touchdown. His first good game of the year after being very highly touted in fantasy. Well, he was hurt. He was yeah. hurt for well, quite a while. He was banged up and then. When fucking uh, Cooper Rush was in there, he didn't even look his way. So well, no, he, that's when he was hurt. Right, Rush was in there. Well, the, he just come back within the last week and a half. He, um, has, he didn't even get that many snaps. I want to make sure we don't miss anything here because I jumped around quite a bit today, but I don't think we did. And the last game we have to talk about, oh, unfortunately, God. was Colt McCoy, Colt in McCoy. the Arizona Cardinals versus fucking. John Wolford and the Los Angeles Rams. Um, God. What, what can you say? Beside the horrible officiating once again in this game. Awful. It was what, awful. What you, Everything about this game was awful. J.J. Watt picks up a legitimate fumble <coughs> as Mr. Wolford was sacked. J.J. <laughs> Watt picks Mr. up a fumble. And and basically was getting ready to run it in for a touchdown, and they they blew the whistle. What the fuck are you doing? What kind of goddamn fucking romper room incomplete pass? The fucking ball was popped out in the air. It was a fumble, a clear fumble, and they blew it dead and cost the fucking Cardinals a touchdown? Uh, it didn't really matter in the grand scheme well, of things. Well, no, because it did matter. You want to know why? Because instead of being 27 to fucking 17, it would have been 35 to 17. It would have been 35-10 because the Rams ended up scoring on that drive. 
Yes, they did, yep. didn't they? Yeah. Uh, overall, here's the difference in this game. James Conner in his 3.3 yards per carry came out with two touchdowns, 21 rushes for 69 yards. I, I will say this, Conner was running hard. He ran hard yesterday. He ran hard. I, I like guys that run hard. Listen, if you're out there just grabbing the fucking ball and, and you're getting fucking 1.5 yards per carry, but I see it takes about six guys to bring you down, you're running hard as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and shockingly enough, the Cardinals just released Eno Benjamin, so that made yeah, the running was, back room a little wasn't bit smaller. Um, but DeAndre Hopkins, 10 receptions for 98 yards, and I will say the Arizona defense played pretty well overall. They did. They did. They held uh And Cole McCoy didn't look that bad. I didn't think he did. He didn't look that bad. 26 for 37, 238, a touchdown. You no notice pick, what he was doing, a little four-step drops and getting the ball out. Yeah. He was not... Not getting that defense a ch- uh, chance to hone in on him. Um, on the other hand, I actually want to take a second on this one. Uh, okay. Number one, all the rumors about Sean McVay retiring after this year are true. I I truly believe that. You look like a guy. He looks like a guy on the sideline who's so coked out and exhausted that he doesn't know which way's right and which way's and, left and anymore. Maybe he's got more in his life he wants to do. So. I, I, mean, I I don't he's think burned. he's retiring. I do. I think he's burned. Yeah. Um, Maybe he's just not good. Matt Stafford, it doesn't matter when he comes back, if he comes back, the Rams season I think is essentially over due to the fact that, one, they can't choose a running back to make the guy. Cam Akers had six carries for 22 yards. Darrell Henderson had six carries for 21 yards. Neither of them are effective. Um, Cooper Cup is now hurt. He had three receptions for negative one yard. I I actually think he – they, they shut him down. Uh, they need to. They, it's time to shut him down. It's They shut him down in this game, and we're letting Skronik. Allen Robinson, big game. Four away. receptions, yeah. 44 yards. Allen Robinson, Allen what, Robinson. A, what a game. You got your money's worth out of him there. I'm sorry. What uh, a game. Yeah, they, you had guys like um, I think Tyron cut, Williams. I, I'm going to be honest with you. Knowing that Matt Stafford wasn't in there, I think they just shut him down. Yeah, you're probably right. He could have probably still played, to be honest with you. But they shut um, him down. Well, the Rams, you see, the Rams season's over. It's time to shut, Listen it, to me. shut everybody down. I hope they lose every fucking game from here out. Well, yeah, because then the Lions, Rams, because then the Rams in their own. Well, wait, that that proves to you that the Rams method mm-hmm. is garbage. Well, it gets you a Super Bowl, <clears throat> a and Super then, Bowl, and then you get fun. yeah, you get a Super Bowl, and then you won't even make the fucking playoffs the next year. Yeah. I, I, I see. I don't think the locker room over there when they won the Super Bowl was as close, was as tight. What does that like, mean? I feel like. You, what do you What do you try to say over there? Like if the Bills do the Rams method, I feel like you'll have guys that'll want to come back to the Bills. That well, the locker room. The Bills have a there. a young core nucleus where the Rams do not. Correct. The Rams had seasoned veterans that you sprinkled. A little bit of fucking new look in there. That's it. You name one young guy that was on the fucking Rams team. They're all gone. Well, yeah. Jared Goff was the youngest guy on that team. The quarterback. Well, Akers and Akers is young. Okay. But him and him and Goff. Yeah. And guess what? They're gonna both be out the door look here real Vaughn quick. Miller. He hasn't really done much. Who? Bills. Who? Vaughn Miller. Oh, Vaughn Miller. Oh, Vaughn Miller's been in the league for fucking twelve years, dude. Well, yeah, I know. And he won't show up unless the Bills are really. He won't really Aaron Donald's show been in the league up. Twelve years, dude. He's about the Bills done. are in the playoffs. Listen to me. But listen to me, listen to me. Vaughn Miller is more impactful just standing there 
than any other than any guy that I I get it, dude. I get that. I think the addition of Bobby Wagner, if they would have kept Vaughn Miller, oh, oh, oh defense would have been even even game. as shitty as their offensive line is, that fucking defense would win you three games by himself All by right. itself. Before we end today's show, um, I want to talk about the playoff picture as it currently stands and see where we think everybody is. So, okay. uh, and then I want to do a quick, we'll talk about tonight's game real quick after that. Um, right now, the AFC playoff picture as it stands has Kansas City winning their division, Miami winning their division, Tennessee winning their division, Baltimore winning their division. The Jets is wild card team one, Buffalo is wild card team two, and New huh. England as wild card team three. So I, I think that means all four AFC East teams, as it stands right now, are making the playoffs. It's because of the shitty records well, everywhere. The else. Chargers are five and four, right behind them. Cincinnati's five and four. And then Indy is the third team out at four, right. five, and one. So would it be something if Indianapolis makes the playoffs? And they go on this fucking unbelievable run. I couldn't with even. Jeff Saturday as their fucking coach, dude. So doesn't that just give everybody the big fuck you? <laughs> I would have to assume so. Yes, that's uh, awesome. I right hope it now, happens. as it stands, do you think Kansas City wins their division? Yes. Okay. Do you think Miami wins theirs? I, Be serious here. I get it. You serious, have the hard on seriously. For New no, I I think Miami will win a division. You do. Yes. Okay. So yes. those two are in. Uh, Tennessee. Yes, they should win their division. They should. Baltimore. Yes, I think they're the best team in the uh, AFC. Okay, now as far as wild card goes, do you think the Jets make the playoffs? No. Do you think Buffalo makes the playoffs? I don't think Jets are going to make the playoffs just because I, I think the, the injury to Brees Hall is just too much for them to overcome. Buffalo. Yes. New England. Yes. So then you have one more out. So if the Jets are out, you're choosing between the Chargers, Cincinnati, Indy, Cleveland, Denver, the rest of the field. Uh, Chargers, if they get healthy. So right now, you would have Kansas City winning the West, Miami winning the East, Tennessee winning the South. Correct. Baltimore winning. Yes. And then the Buffalo North is wild card team is. one. Yes. Buffalo is wild card team one. New England is wild card team two. Right. And the Chargers is wild card team three. They'll be the, the odd man out. The Chargers. Correct. Okay. Um, mine is a, a little different. I have Kansas City winning their division. I have Buffalo winning their division. Okay. I have Tennessee winning their division. And I have Cincinnati winning their division. Okay. I have Baltimore as the as playoff team, as wildcard team one. Okay. I have Miami as wildcard team two. Okay. And I have the Jets as wildcard team three. Okay. So... Uh, I don't think the Chargers have the ammo to make it. I, I think the injuries are going to be too much for them to bear. I See, here's the thing. They're going to get these guys back later on here when they're really going to fucking need them. Yeah. If they could, get, if they could pull out a couple of wins by the time these they get healthy, Guess what? they'll be dangerous. I, I got news for you. I don't see Keenan Allen coming back being effective and healthy this year. I don't see Mike Williams coming back being effective and healthy this year. I don't see Justin Herbert getting healthy this year because he can't. Um, okay. So I'm removing them. Okay. Uh, I'm taking Cincinnati to win the division over Baltimore in That's a in a hair of a game. Okay. Due to the fact that I think Cincinnati's more balanced, 
I think when Jamar Chase, they've done it without Jamar Chase. And Joe Mixon has looked really good. Baltimore can't run the football. They can not run the football. That's it in a nutshell. I'm good. They at have the MVP on their team. That's yeah. great. No, according to you, the MVP is in Philadelphia. I'm sorry. According no. to you, the MVP is in Philadelphia. In a- I'm sorry. The AFC MVP is Lamar Jackson. Anyways, um, that's fine and dandy. I think that it's going. The issues in Baltimore are one that you can't run the ball, and two, you don't have an effective receiver. Lamar Jackson. And if if Mark Andrews is still out which is why Lamar Jackson, part of the reason why he looks like an MVP, you have issues. So I'm taking Cincinnati to win that division. As far as the wild card teams go, um, I'm swapping Miami and Buffalo. Buffalo is ultimately going to win that division. Miami is going to be the best wild card team in it. We, we know why. Uh, I, don't, I think Miami will lose a, two more stupid games than Buffalo. And they play each other again. So... Well, here's the thing. Ultimately, Miami has to go up to Buffalo. We'll see correct. how, we'll see I don't how think that, that ends well. In 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 the the tundra, because that's what Buffalo is that time of the year. <laughs> uh, correct. And uh, I think New England's schedule is too difficult from here on out. So I don't see that. I you know what? I I actually like New England because it's going to get shitty, and they'll have a home field advantage playing there in New England against these cute teams. Mm-hmm. Well, so then, so yeah, mine stands. Kansas City wins their division. Buffalo, uh, Tennessee, Cincinnati, wildcard team one is Baltimore. Wildcard team two is Miami. Wildcard team three is the Jets. Let's hear Bruce. And I'm going to put an asterisk next to the Jets. Okay. Because that's the team I am least confident with due to the fact that I don't like Zach Wilson. I think he's a fucking fraud. Without Brees Hall, they're going to get Without Brees Hall, it's an issue. And if I had to pick it, and I already gave you the reasons why I don't like the Chargers. I, I could see a situation where Indianapolis makes the playoffs in that third spot. Possible. Very possible. I surprisingly actually agree with you. What do you mean? On everything except for wild card. I don't think the Patriots are going to be there. I don't either. You don't think a Patriot, I, you the Patriots see, would be a wild card team? You I do. see the Jets or the Bengals there. Well, here's, here's the thing. Depending on where they're going to finish because their records, everybody needs to remember that the Bengals lost their first fucking three games of the year. Yeah, but I don't think that's going to happen again. I, you know what? Look at the way they looked without Chase already. Okay, well, that could come back to haunt them too. We'll see next week. Yeah. We'll see next week. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I, that's just how I feel from looking at it right now, as of today, mm-hmm. perspective as of right now. But I love Baltimore running the table. I think Miami's running the table. Titans and the Chiefs. Okay. Um, NFC-wise, right now it is obviously Philadelphia. That's it. The first place, Philadelphia Eagles. Minnesota. Seattle. Tampa. Well, well, well. And then. I I think you might see. I'm telling you who's in it. Okay. Go ahead. Wild card teams are the Giants, Dallas, and Frisco. Okay. So go ahead. Now you can roast Tampa Bay. Go ahead. I didn't roast anybody. You you, you, you were ready to. I I think Philadelphia will win their division. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Minnesota will win their division. That pretty much good. I think San Francisco will run away with their division sooner. So far, we're three for three. Okay. And then uh, in the South, I I think Tampa Bay might make it. I I don't know. It's going to be a toss-up between them and Atlanta. 
I'd say probably Tampa. Maybe win their division. Maybe. So we're four for four there. Okay. So essentially we wild both, card teams. We take Seattle out and put San Francisco into that division. Yes, I think I think Seattle will be the first wild card team in. Oof. Okay. What are you ooing about? I don't like that. Why? Just don't agree. I think they'll win enough games to where they'll be in there. Listen, that South. Well, this is the you're problem. only getting one team out of the South, well, and it's going to be Tampa. No, but you're not going to get it. If realistically, you're not going to. Yeah, the only team out of the South will be Tampa. Okay. Guess what? Right. The Giants already have a better record than Seattle. Correct. As does Dallas. Correct. There's your other two wild card teams. Yeah. So you think it's going to be Seattle, the Giants, and Dallas? Yes. Now I I think, listen. So yours are Philly, Minnesota, Frisco, Tampa. Three Seattle, teams out of the East are going. Seattle, Giants, Dallas. Yeah, it's just because of the records. Okay, I'm going to disagree with you on wild card front. So I as of right now, as of right now, right now, the way it sits right now. Correct. Are you going to tell me that there's any any teams in the South that are better than the in the NFC East? No, 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 no. I'm not because all the teams in the South have a fucking losing. But I got news for you: Seattle isn't winning more than another two or three games. Oh, I don't believe that. Dallas, Dallas. Is on the it's on the toboggan fucking ride down. Okay. okay. I was impressed the most by one team this weekend, and that was Green Bay. And I Green get Green Bay it. is good. Green Bay. They would have to at this point. No, they're not. The, the Lions are 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 basically have them in a division right now. Guess they what? have a fucking win over two and one in the division. Green, but it, that doesn't matter for wild card. Wild card, we're going off a of straight record. Oh, straight record. Okay. okay. They have one more. As win. far as Right? Well, guess what? I mean, there are one game behind Tampa. They're one game behind Frisco. Right. Okay. They're two games behind Dallas. And how many games are they behind Seattle? Two. Three. No, they're not. Yeah. Seattle's six and four. Green Bay's four and six. They're two games behind okay. Seattle. So I personally think Green Bay, the way that they played over the weekend, is better, is better right now and going forward. Then Seattle whoa, 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 whoa. and Dallas. Oh, what you that game, that Green Bay game, mm-hmm. you you know that was the big punch Mike McCarthy in the asshole game. That that's what that was. Correct. But I think they came out fired up and wanted to fucking rub need, Mike McCarthy's face. That's in. what he needed. That's can they, they do, needed can they do that from here out? That's the, You know how with Brady there's always the get the train rolling game? Yeah. Okay. I think that was the get the train rolling game with Rodgers. And I, I and could have like been. you just said about could've. New England, you think that they got the home field advantage? There's nobody in the league who has home field advantage like Green Bay. Period. I think That's somehow it, it's going to come Kansas down. Kansas City. Okay, I'll give you that one. It's going to come down Seattle. to nah, keep it, keep week it over 18. Here. Keep it in the NFC. Or, yeah. It's going to come down to week NFC. 18 where they have to absolutely massacrate the Lions at, at Lambeau well, here's, here's to the make thing. the playoffs. All right, as of right now, the Vikings have a fucking four-game lead. That, that's that's not a question. The for me personally, the the NFC division champions are set. Philly will win the division. Minnesota will win the division. Honestly, the most confident one is Minnesota because the Giants are only two games behind Philly. If something happens, hypothetically, let's say Jalen Hurts misses three games, that one could get swift, switched around. But yeah. Philly's winning their division. Minnesota commandingly wins the. Fucking A. I think if they win three more games, they win it. They clinch. Right. They clinch. So, well, here's the thing. 
they're going to be playing some division games. That's going Correct. to mean everything. It, but I don't think that's going to matter. Well, if realistically, you remember, if you remember, didn't didn't? No, Minnesota only lost to Philadelphia. Correct. That's their only loss. So they beat everybody. So they beat they beat Green Bay. Correct. And they beat Detroit. Correct. Correct. Have they played Chicago already and beat Chicago? I Minnesota. No. I don't think they have. No. Hold on, I'm going to double check this to make sure. But I, I'm just about, checking. The Lions have only made two divisions. They've beaten. So they beat Green Bay week one, lost to Philly week two, beat Detroit week three, beat New Orleans week four, beat Chicago week five. Okay, so yes, they they've beaten everybody once. Okay. And then they finished the year at Green Bay at Chicago. Well, these next three division games mean everything to them. No, it doesn't. They, the yeah, only one they play, the last two games of the year, they play Green Bay and Chicago, which okay. don't mean shit because they're uh, already a who do they clinch. Who do they play from here out right now? Dallas. Minnesota. Dallas. That's a big game. New England. That's a huge game. Jets. That's a big game. Detroit. If they lose a couple out of those three, and let's say Green Bay gets hot, it could get sticky down the they end. They ain't going to. You know, down the end of the stretch when Aaron Rodgers has to play the Detroit Lions at Lambeau Field last game is and, and to clinch it, to, to play a one-game playoff. I don't think it's too, it's too far gone already for Green Bay to win the division. I, I, really? They're four games back. Actually, they're five games back. They, they need Minnesota to lose a couple of games. They need It's not going to happen. Okay. Minnesota's going to wrap this division. But I, I truly think Minnesota loses to Green Bay on New Year's Day. And loses to Chicago on January 8th, and it won't matter because yeah. they'll have already clinched by then. But right. I think that gives Green Bay an opportunity to make the playoffs because if you look at Green Bay going forward, they have Tennessee. Okay. That's not an easy game. Not an easy game. Then at Philly. Not an easy game. But I'm going to put a circle around that game. Why? I just am. You're going to call me an asshole, but the Lions are only a game behind Green Bay. At For Chicago. One in the division. And At Chicago, yeah. by week, Rams, Miami, Minnesota, Detroit. So now, if we, hold on. If Rams, Miami, Minnesota, you Detroit. Think the Rams are going to beat San Francisco, sweetheart. I'm talking about Green Bay's schedule. Oh. Oh, okay. They their last four games out of the bye <coughs> are the Rams, Miami, Minnesota, Detroit, and Minnesota will have already clinched, and the Rams are fucking awful. And the only real game they have the last four games of the year is at Miami. Because they played Chicago before the bye. So I see them winning the last five. I think Green Bay is going to win the last five. Win the last five. Yep. They're going to win out. They're going to, well, no, I think they're going to, I think they're going to lose to, lose, they might lose to Tennessee. Actually, you know what? It's Thursday night football. I think they'll lose to Chicago. I think they beat Tennessee. Aaron Rodgers beats Tennessee on Thursday night football. I'm gonna put an asterisk next to the Philadelphia game. That's the game right there. Because that might be the trap game. I'd put no, an asterisk that's against the, game. the Bears. That's the game that will solidify the Philadelphia Eagles as the best team in the NFC. He's so high and mighty on the Bears. You don't think the Bears will beat Green Bay? No, I think the Bears will lose in Chicago to Green Bay. And then I they go into the bye. Why well, you don't think Justin Aaron Rodgers will run out all of the, over there? Aaron Rodgers out of the bye. No, no, I don't. I don't. Okay. Aaron Rodgers out of the bye week. We we've seen it how many times? Yeah. He he plays the Rams and Matt Stafford at Lambeau. That could be ugly. Stafford, That'll be hey, ugly. At Miami, that's going to be a tough gutty game. 
But ultimately, that I, at, at Miami game is, is, is interesting. That's a that's a trap game right there, and that'll be that'll be a lot for the division. But then they play Minnesota and Detroit, and Minnesota will have already clinched, and they have Detroit at Lambeau the last game of the year. And we've seen how many times when Green Bay has a playoff spot on the line, and they play Detroit at Lambeau. When, when is the last time Detroit has beat Green Bay at Lambeau? I have no idea. I think it was Stafford. You know what? No. I think didn't they do it last year? I Early in the year, I think they played did. at Lambeau in like September last year, and I think they won. The last game of the year is them too. At Detroit, though. At Detroit, yeah. Yeah, um, that was did last they year. Win? They beat Green Bay last year. Yes. First? Yeah, they did. That was one of their three wins last year. One of so, their three wins. I'll say this much: my my NFC playoff picture is as follows: Philadelphia, Minnesota, San Francisco, Tampa Bay, the Giants. The Packers and the Cowboys. Well, I said that too. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You had Seattle in still. Oh, I'm sorry. I had Seattle. I'm putting Green Bay in over Seattle. I had Seattle over who? Dallas? Green Bay. I put them over Green Bay? Oh, shit. Okay. See? I can, I got you a little bit. No, this I Green Bay thing starting to, to make sense. I'm sorry. Oh, but Green Bay ain't going to make no, any they, fucking they, sense until they win a few more games. I agree. Regular season last year, Monday, September 20th, lost to Green Bay. At Green Bay? At at Green Bay. So I don't even know the last time the Lions won at fucking Lambeau then. It was Stafford. Put it in last time. No, it wasn't. I'm telling you. I don't think Stafford ever won. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He was the first one to do it. He was the first one to do it four decades or some shit. Uh, Anyways, before we end today's show. Was Rodgers hurt in that game? Probably. They probably played fucking uh, Jordan Love. Um Let's talk about, I want to hear your thoughts on the Eagles-Commanders game tonight on Monday Night Football before we close out today's show. We already talked about it, but I don't know. Yeah, we did, didn't we? That was on Friday. Today's well, Monday. You know, Let's hear what you think is going to happen. The key to this game is going to be real simple, is can, can Philadelphia sustain a, a running attack against a good D-line? That That's the key of the game. Well, uh... What's his name's not playing tonight? Who? The defensive end. I, I'm having a moment. Chase Young? Yeah. No, Chase Young's not even activated. Well, they were going to activate him for today, and then he had a set. No, that, yeah, he's so. – I wouldn't – you're not going to see him the rest of this year. Um, it doesn't matter because you have Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne in the yeah, middle of that line, true. and those two Alabama players are just absolutely sickening on the inside there. Um I'm curious to see how Taylor Heineke handles the Philadelphia defense. I am too. That to me is going to be a very key thing if he it's can play be the within biggest himself. Component of it all, right? Huh? That's going to be the biggest. Component I, I really think it's going to be a competitive game. Believe it or not, I do too. I, I mean, some people think that oh, you know, Philly's going to blow them up. No. I, I don't think that's going to happen. This is an 11 point line. I don't think it's going to be. <laughs> I think it's going to be a closer game than that. Um, and it, I it might get ugly late depending okay. on how. Correct, but I'll, part, I will say this I much. Close. I'll say this much. I would not be shocked if this is a field goal game. Okay. I wouldn't be shocked. And honest to God, I wouldn't be shocked if somehow Washington finds a way to win this game. I well, picked we'll Washington see, on We'll Friday. see what kind of magic Taylor Heineke I brings want, to You know what? You may have convinced me that Taylor Heineke is just Harry Houdini. Hey, you know what? 2018 I, was the last time they won. 2018. 2018 at Lambo. At Lambo. At Lambo. Did Aaron Rodgers play? I'm just looking up. Okay. Football database just okay. scores. 
What was the score? It was 31 to 0. Aaron Rodgers didn't fucking play. <laughs> the Lions won 31 to nothing at Green Bay. To nothing. I don't I don't believe at that. At Green Bay. I've seen them lose that much at Green Bay. I'm, I'm looking at it. Okay. And they came later that year and December lost 30th, again. 2018. They lost again at Detroit. 31 to 20. The Packers went 6 and 9 that year and Deshaun Kaiser was the quarterback. I knew fucking Aaron Rodgers <laughs> didn't play. I knew it. I knew it. Right. Deshaun Kaiser, you remember him the kid from Rodgers suffered a concussion in the first quarter to bring in Deshaun Kaiser and the Packers ended the year with a 31 to 0. They got routed. Lions, yes. Who was the quarterback? Deshaun Kaiser. No, for the Lions. Oh, Stafford. Was it Stafford? 2018. Yeah. Stafford. God bless Matt Stafford and anyway, the Rams. God they bless Kelly Stafford. They need all your prayers in Los Angeles. Uh, anyway, no, they don't. We don't Thank want you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. We will be back midweek with Fantasy Frenzy. If you are not following us on Instagram and Twitter, please do so at Tip Balls. TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. If you are listening to us on Apple Music or Spotify, make sure to check us out on YouTube. We're very entertaining to watch. And make sure to subscribe. What? You're shaking your head and fucking with your beard. You're over here playing the air drums. Uh, anyways, we'll be back with Fantasy Frenzy. Thanks so much for listening. Have a fabulous week. Am I perfect?